From Johannesburg to Jerusalem, the world is always changing, growing and innovating. Join Benji Shulman for the next hour as he brings you the trendsetters, the thought leaders and those creating news before it happens. Only on the New Blue Review, your favorite Jewish culture and current affairs show. Every Monday at 9 a.m. right here on 101.9 High FM. Rob, how are you doing? Welcome to the show. Good morning, Benji. I trust you very well. Here we are. We haven't spoken to you for a while. I trust that uh, things in Parliament are ticking along nicely. Yeah, in fact, in fact, they are. Well, they've been on on recess for the past three weeks or so, and lucky them, of course. And they are still on recess, and uh, hopefully, we'll be back in about two weeks' time to cause more chaos in the country. <laughs> uh, but. Uh... Before they cause chaos, there, there are some, some interesting laws that are coming up, particularly ones related to uh, related to Google, Amazon. What, what's going on there? Yeah, well, yeah, as, as they say, the policy the policy amendments don't stop while, while they're on recess. So there's been several new publications for calls for comment on, on policy amendments and new policies. And the one that you just mentioned there is the National Data and Cloud Policy, which proposes that the state establish its own cloud computing network to compete with the giants such as Amazon Web Services, Microsoft Azure, and the Google Cloud Platform, as there are the three dominant cloud computing platforms in in the world. So... What this policy proposes, and they were really, really, really lovely, it will be managed by, by state institutions such as CETA and the CSIR, who already have uh, knowledge and infrastructure in, in massive cloud computing uh, networks and servers and so on. And what they are proposing is that they want to open up the market to allow uh, small and medium enterprises to enter the market to host their services on the government network and to basically uh, keep South African data within uh, the control of South African companies. And by companies, they mean state-owned companies. So what they're afraid of is South African data, whether it be private, business, uh, individual, or uh, state data itself, public data, is uh, being shared on uh, international service through multinational corporates such as Amazon or Google. They want to remove that and bring it back in, in-house and protect South African data. Now, sounds wonderful in, in the flesh, but is it really? I mean, do we really understand the, the power that government will have then if they control all business and individual data, keep it in board and, and so on? Is, Will will they be uh, forthcoming in what they're going to use that data for? How will it be properly managed? And considering states' reputation recently around uh, certain IT infrastructure within the South African Police Service and ESCOM, how will efficiently will this this actually work in South Africa? Considering that everything is moving to uh, the fourth industrial revolution, or which is part of government's national development plan, how will um, government actually roll this out? Those are questions that seriously need to be need to be answered here. On paper, it seems like a, a wonderful idea, but you know, in reality, will they be able to actually do this? What is the best practice globally, Rob? I mean, uh, if you look at America or 
other parts of Africa or any of these sorts of places? I mean, is a, a localized national uh, server for these kind of things pretty normal or or don't or do most governments just rely on something like Amazon Web Services to because it's a trustworthy company and they they're happy to to do what they need to do in an efficient way? Well, most most governments would make use of an external service. I know a few countries have their own their own um, infrastructure when it comes to government services. But when it comes to private data and company data, the companies should be free to choose the best service which suits their needs, whether they're a local player or a multi- multinational. And let's face it, all all companies, no matter whether they're small, medium enterprises or large companies, will eventually play on the, on the global market. Um, the, I think the, the idea here started off by trying to consolidate all government systems into one, home affairs, ESCOM utilities, municipal billing systems and so on. And then it's just expanded now where government thinks, well, we can do this. Why don't we just bring all our data in and, and squeeze Google, Amazon, um, Microsoft and you know, squeeze their share of the, mar- the market out. And you know, that, again, raises problems. Why fix something when it, when it isn't broken? Uh, these Amazon, Google, and Microsoft have extremely easily expandable and reliable services, and they are proven to, to, proven to work. Um, a lot of government services currently run on uh, the Amazon backbone, and uh, some on uh, Google's Google's infrastructure, uh, trying to pull all those systems into a state-run one, is going to create unbelievable headaches. In in my personal opinion, yeah, it does seem like a, a very interesting question, and and also dovetails, I think, Rob, with some of the discussions we've been having around, uh, you know, the we, we've been talked about the big biometric law that that was going through Parliament mm-hmm. at some stage about capturing multiples of. Of South African data, you, you you kind of wonder where the, the the synergies might be there. Oh, absolutely! It's it's definitely a consolidation of all of those systems finally coming coming into place, which which I think you and I predicted quite quite a while ago. It, like I said, the biometric system, and there's also the uh, system, normal systems like the municipalities. So, 85% of municipalities are failing government will probably move all of their billing systems and everything into a centralized into centralized systems and be able to track all all of that data um, home affairs is another one that's that's been failing they've had uh, several proposals there to rebuild the systems even so far as the proposal for the new state-owned bank which will transform the post bank into a proper proper bank that will run on on the same backbone in the same centralized system so it's it's obviously going to be a huge, huge, huge task to to take on and manage this incredible uh, data. So uh, I don't see them put a timeline to it. First of all, I don't know if it will be a phased approach and what will go first, but <laughs> rather interesting to see how they actually pull it off. First of all, and whether it's necessary at the end of the day, I, I don't really know. Which again sparks the the sinister undertone of of what's really behind this all. Yeah, absolutely. Now, Rob, uh, this is obviously something that you want people to comment on. What other campaigns do you have going at the moment? I've seen lots of stuff in the news about things we've spoken about before: uh, the the land expropriation bill, 
um, some, some mm. of the other things. What else is what else is running on the platform currently? Oh, there's there's plenty right now. There's uh, most municipalities have published their budget, which proposes tariff increases around electricity, around water, uh, sewage refuse removal, and property rates. Um, we've got a couple of those on, on our website where we can find the data. People can just go there and put it in, comment on the proposed increases. Then there's also uh, a new uh, policy around uh, the scope of uh, equality and discrimination. What they're doing is uh, broadening the, the uh, definitions of what equality is and what discrimination is within the workplace and uh, asking for public comment on there, whether it's just and, and equitable. And um, there's a couple of bylaws that you can have a comment on, sectional titles amendment bill, which I think we briefly chatted about a while ago, the post-bank amendment bill, which proposes to change the uh, post-bank into a proper fully-fledged state-owned bank, and um, some tax bills and tax incentives and pension funds act and so on. There's, there's a multitude of, of, of bills that people can influence the, the outcome of if they have their say on our website at dsouthafrica.co.za. Well, there we go. That is, uh, dsouthafrica.co.za. Definitely, uh, worth going to look at. Rob, thanks so much for joining us. We'll chat to you again next week. Fantastic, Benji. Have a wonderful week.